Welcome to Getaway Car, the podcast hosted by two sisters discussing all the amazing places we've been lucky enough to travel. I'm Beanie. And I'm Katie. Join us each week as we break down each stop on the road trips we've taken. We'll tell you about all our favorite places, funny stories, mistakes we made, and everything that happens on one of our road trips. We'll make recommendations and ask for yours. Join us in the Getaway Car. Welcome back to episode three, season two. Yeah. This episode, we're going to talk about Tennessee. So Nashville has always been on our list of places we wanted to go just because it's, you know, the country music capital of the world. Yeah, it's so um, iconic. Yeah. Uh, we're not huge country music fans, but our mom listened to a lot of country growing up, so we know a lot of the older songs. And, like, I still have, like, a fondness for country music yeah. that's never really gone away. I also didn't run around Nashville telling people I don't like country music. <laughs> I yeah, I feel like that, that would not be the way yeah. to go. I didn't, you know, that's not the way to endear yourself to the locals, if we could find any. Yeah, true. I don't think we saw a single <laughs> local person from Nashville in the entire day, actually. Yeah, for um, a, a city that we thought would be, like, busy and popping and something going on everywhere. It was very empty. Yeah. So, apparently, we're just continuing our trend of having places all to ourselves. Yeah. We were in Nashville for, I don't know, like, six hours. Yeah. And I swear to God, we didn't see another living soul, like, besides the people who worked behind the counters of the places we went into. Yeah. Not a single person on the streets. Like, every single photo we have is, like, empty plazas, empty mm-hmm. parks, empty, you know, streetscapes, empty river walks. Yeah. Like, it's bizarre. So weird. You know, probably my fault. We did go <laughs> to Nashville on, like, a early, early weekday morning. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of unavoidable. If you're going on a week-long road trip, you're going to hit some stops at, like, really strange times of day in the middle of the week. So everyone's yeah. at work. So Nashville's probably not the best city to see early in the morning on a weekday. Nashville, <laughs> apparently... You know, we're gathering from what we experienced is probably a stay up late party, yeah, listen to music, drink and, you know, have a good time and then sleep late the next day. So yeah. when we got there, everyone is still sleeping <laughs> and we literally just wandered around this entire empty city all by ourselves. Yeah. We had a great time anyway, though. We did. Yeah. It was windy, but still nice. Yeah. It's really beautiful city. Like it was really clean. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a ton of like parks and like monuments and like. Like I said, like all of these photos that we have of these like huge empty plazas, like it was like well-maintained. Like I yeah. was really surprised. Yep. It's very clean. You know, usually a lot of like the party cities, like you tend to see a lot of, you know, junk and yeah. detritus. I was just thinking like, you know, they don't have a street hose the way Bourbon Street does, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was really, really nice. Like it was well-maintained. It was clean. It was, you know, seemed very like family friendly and yeah, it was a um, nice, like, walking around city. It felt pretty, very safe. But I really liked the vibe. Even though, like, everything was closed when we were there, you can still tell immediately that this is, like, the music capital of the world. Like, I guess, oh, the, yeah. I guess known as Music City USA. And it's... Everything is music themed. Everything is music themed. Everything it was you so see. great <laughs> for two music nerds like us. Like, you know, the bike racks are shaped like G-clefs. Yeah. And their street signs have music notes on them. Yeah. And, like every single place you go has like advertisements for live music and local bands yep. and come see our shows and you know it which was, I love I would love to like if I was gonna live in a city I'd want to live in a city like that where there's like live music all, all the time everywhere right that seems to be their whole thing it's like everybody has a live show of live music every right. time and I feel like that's where you want to go if like you're all about like discovering new bands or like yeah you know finding somebody who might not previously be well known but like discovering somebody who might be great yeah, I feel like that's that's the place to be because I'm sure you know musicians flock to Nashville, so I'm sure there's always people oh, yeah. like lining up to perform. Yeah, that's um, where a lot of them got famous because they went and you know performed in clubs and restaurants in Nashville, and somebody discovered them. 
Yeah. So overall, like it was hard to get a feel for like what the city would be like when things were, you know, open and happening. Yeah. But even without that, it was a really cool, yeah, musically inclined city. I like I don't remember ever seeing that many music shops in my entire life. No. Like, oh god, they're everywhere. Music like, shops and cowboy boots. Yeah. Just everywhere. Every shop was either music, a restaurant bar, or cowboy boots. Yeah. Everything. Like those those are the three things in Nashville. If you yeah. need anything else, forget it. Like <laughs> that's all you that those are your only options. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, fun statues and, like, mm-hmm. monuments and things, like, you can pose with. Like, they have this, like, one st- – we have a couple, like, fun pictures of, like, this mm-hmm. huge guitar you can pose with and then, like – Gigantic cowboy boot. Gigantic cowboy boot. There's, there's like, an Elvis somewhere around you can yeah. pose with. You know, there's just, like – Yeah, there's it, a lot of, like, musician statues around that you can kind of, like, you know, link arms with or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it was just a fun, like, quirky, like – interactive experience for us even though like there was no one else around like we just yeah we had a good time kept ourselves busy and you know had a grand old time just explored and wandered around i don't know if we had anything specific on our itinerary for nashville it was just kind of it was just uh we should see this city because it's yeah so iconic see where the day takes us yeah we actually like stumbled across a couple stops on like the civil war walking tour Mm -hmm. um we didn't actually see a tour i'm assuming they don't run that early but like we saw they have like signposts around the city like Stop number 15, Civil War walking tour. And yeah. I guess if you're on the tour, like, the guide will go over and, like, tell you why that spot is relevant. But it was cool to see those, too, and just be like, you know, it's not just a music city. Like, there's also some really, like... There's a lot of history there, yeah. Yeah, historical relevance to it. Like, we even went down to the waterfront. I thought that would be busier because that tends to be, like... Yeah. But popping looking- early in the morning, like, deliveries and shipments and stuff. And even that was deserted. I think we saw one boat. Yeah. If you look at our pictures... we saw two people. Yeah, we'll post our pictures, but there's, like no one in them yeah it's weird i feel like we just have this like bubble of <laughs> solitude following us everywhere we travel with a force field around us and everyone else just gets pushed out of whatever city or park we're in maybe we could patent that somehow and sell it to other travelers <laughs> it's really great sometimes i'm not gonna lie yeah felt like very ghost towny yeah it felt abandoned Oddly. it felt like everyone all the natives of nashville just like packed up and left for the day yeah so strange a very unique experience. You could probably recreate it if you go there again very early on a weekday morning. Yes. So if that's the feel you're going for, mm-hmm. there's your timing. But yeah, I feel like we did kind of miss out a little bit on like the true Nashville experience because we weren't there at night. We'll but. just have to go back. I know, right? That's always the solution. If you missed out on something or if you drive past something and you're like, we don't have time to do it, add it to your next road trip list. Yep. So after we've like exhausted all of the walkable areas that we can get to, we're like starving and it's... Yes. <laughs> 10 30 10 45 because we've been up since like i don't know five o'clock in the morning yeah so anybody, like, anybody who works time. like the night shift or anything will know like if you're up really early in the morning you get hungry for lunch at like 10 a.m yeah so it's like 11 o'clock probably and we're like hunting down restaurants like are you open what time do they open what time do they open okay we'll google mm-hmm. it are, are they're not open until 12 30 okay well where, where are we gonna do? you know so we finally find a margaritaville mm-hmm. which opens at like 11 o'clock on the dot and we're like waiting at their door like hello <laughs> Open the doors and feed us, please. When we get hungry, we get motivated. <laughs> so yeah, we went into Margaritaville. We had some fun drinks because why not? Yeah. We had some nachos because why not? We Excellent nachos. They were really good. Memorable nachos. We eat nachos all the time. Yeah. We just hung out and I like there was like one person working. Yeah. Like, there was live music though. There was As music. As promised. Yep. There was live music. There was music. a guitarist, I think. Yep. So anyway, we had a lovely lunch at Margaritaville, Mm -hmm. and at that point, we were sitting there, and we were like, okay, we really need to make a decision. We either 
are going to commit to hanging out in Nashville for the rest of the day and just killing time until we can experience the nightlife and, and see, you know, what the city's really like. Yeah. Or we have to kind of cut our losses and move on to the next stop. Yeah. And because our timeline was pretty restricted this time around, we decided, like, no, we really should yeah, we move should on to the next move stop. Move on to the next, yeah. Like, you know, just acknowledge that we made a mistake coming here at this time. I don't think we it missed, was a mistake. We missed out a little bit, but... It wasn't prime time. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then from there, we were like, okay, well, let's move on to our, to our next stop. And maybe if we ever come back this way, we'll go back to Nashville at night and yeah. really have the true Nashville experience. So we hopped back in the car and we arrived in Memphis. Memphis was very cool. I loved Memphis. Yeah. And I think maybe we enjoyed Memphis more because we arrived in like the late afternoon. So like the evening yeah. was like starting to kick off. Mm-hmm. I think we and, did hit prime time for Memphis. Right. <laughs> maybe that's and the so difference. I feel, yeah, I feel like we would have had that experience in Nashville if, if it had been reversed. Yeah. But we got there and it was pouring. Yeah. Just like torrential downpour. Like you step out of your car for a second, you're going to be soaked through to the skin. I think we were worried um, it was going to be a loss because <laughs> yeah. it, it was raining that bad when we first arrived. Right. And we were like, we don't have a hotel booked. Like, we don't have anywhere warm or dry to hang out. Like, we're either going to be stuck in our car for a while or we're going to be very wet. Mm-hmm. So it lightened up for a little bit. We got out and we tried to explore with our raincoats and stuff. And yeah, at a certain like point, drizzling and wet the whole time. We were like, oh, this isn't yeah. ideal. And then at a certain point, it started raining more heavily. And we were like, this is not going to end well. Like, mm-hmm. we're just going to end up cold and miserable. So we were wandering around. We were, I think we were actually on our way back to the car. Yeah, and I think we were like, maybe we should wait it out for a little while and see if it slows like, down at all or whatever. Yeah. We were just trying to think of ways to kill time. We were like, okay, well, maybe we can find like a cafe or something that has Wi-Fi and like upload our photos and just kind of catch up because we haven't had time to do that recently. Grab something hot to drink maybe. Yeah. And so we were walking by this building and there was a doorman. I think it was like a hotel or a business center or something. And we were like, hey, like, is there anywhere close to yours? Is there Starbucks? Is there, you know, anywhere we can Yeah. Where can we sit and be dry for a moment? Yeah. And so he was like, oh, like if you go like down two blocks this way and like turn left, like there's a hotel there that has like seating in the lobby. You can hang there. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, cool. You know, free Wi-Fi and whatever. Sounds good. Also, doorman pretty much everywhere know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> they're really great the local good people resources. to ask. Yeah. Because uh, they're used to giving directions to a thousand people who've never been there before. Exactly. So if you walk by a hotel or something and they have a doorman and you're lost, they're always good to ask. Yeah. Um, so we went back to the car. We grabbed laptops, cameras, all that good stuff. And we went to, we followed his directions. We arrived at this hotel and I don't even think we knew the name of the hotel. We just went in. No. Nope. And it was, he was right. It was like tons of open like seating and like, you know, armchairs and like you, like plugs you could plug in, like your electronics and everything. Yep. Tons of people in there. It was like multi-level. There were like, like we were in the upstairs level. Yeah. And there was like a balcony, like overlooking like the central fountain. It was was really big and really beautiful. And so we just like camped out in there for a little bit and like we like dried out and like uploaded our photos and we were like, oh, and got coffee and got coffee. (laughs) I mean, you got coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker, but (laughs) I need to point out to my fellow coffee drinkers where they can find coffee. Yeah. And so we just hung out there and it was really nice to have somewhere where like you could hang out and peacefully and not have to worry that somebody's going to like chase you out at any moment. It ended up being one of the most serendipitous mm-hmm. occurrences of our any of our road trips because, you know, we're engrossed in like our laptops and like uploading everything and like tagging everything. And we look up at one point and we realize like, holy crap, this place is packed. Yeah. There's all of a sudden. Yeah. It was like a, a very strange transition. Shift in mood. Yeah. Because it went from being kind of your average, totally normal hotel lobby with like random people milling about to like all of a sudden there are people in every seat. People are like lined up along the railing of the upstairs balcony. Yeah. And we were like, 
what are we missing? What is right. going like, on? Something is clearly happening or about to happen. Yeah. And we have not been privy to whatever the announcement was. Yeah. Everyone else knows something but us. Yeah. And so we look down like over the railing down towards like the central fountain and they have this like tiny little red carpet rolled out like leading up to the fountain. And we're like, well, this is odd. <laughs> this guy comes out dressed like a like a circus ringmaster ringmaster i guess yeah and yeah you like a suit coat and like a top hat thing happening and we're, we're sitting there and we're like this is really like what is going on <laughs> and so music starts playing mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden these little ducks come out in formation marching down this little red carpet oh my god it is the strangest most charming random thing i think i've ever seen yeah and so they like come on out and they parade around and he runs them through their paces. And so they go in like little circles and they go in all these like, like patterns. And then they yeah. hop up into the fountain and they swim around the fountain and then they hop back out and, and they like, like walk along the edge of the fountain together. And then like three of them jump in and swim across and then three of them jump in and swim across. And it was just like, it was so, really cute. It's so cute. And it's so strange. Yeah. And so then like they do this like cute like quirky little performance and then like he's like okay let's go and so then they all he leads them right back out and the music stops and then like life resumes and goes back to normal yeah and, like, and everyone goes back like nothing happened right <laughs> so weird and so we're like what the heck did we just experience i i don't understand yeah and we ended up having like prime seats for this yeah like, like we were uh, we were at this little table right next to the railing of the balcony and we saw everything perfectly. And we were like, we could not have planned this any better if we tried. Right. And so it ended up that we witnessed the Peabody Hotel, like, world-famous duck march. Yeah. Um, which we didn't know about. Didn't know existed. It, it, it's even in our Thousand Places book. And now I can't find the entry. I thought I had it pulled up and now I can't find it. <laughs> um, but it's Yeah, but like, there's a whole entry about it and, like, the history of it and, like, how it happened and... All this stuff. Yeah, and like how it became famous. And it yeah. was just one of those things that like we, you know, had kind of intended to look up if we were in Memphis long enough. And mm -hmm. it was like one of those, oh, well, we'll do it if we have time. But like, you know, it's probably not something we're going to like go out of our way to experience. And then we just happened to stumble across it. And it was so great. Yeah, uh, It's certainly the, the craziest moment of serendipity on any road trip, I think. Yeah. So um, weird. So that was our introduction to Memphis. So yeah. immediately we're like, yeah, this is going to be great. This is awesome. There's nothing more charming than synchronized ducks. I mean, come on. Yeah, it was pretty great. We had that as our intro and we were like, all right, well, everything else is just going to work out for us from this point on. And yeah. it kind of did. Yeah. So we like after that, like the whole lobby emptied out, like clearly everyone had come there specifically for that show mm -hmm. and then like emptied out. And we were like, okay, well, apparently we were in the know and didn't even realize it. So yeah. that's cool. I wonder if the doorman sent us there on purpose, like yeah, but knowing you think that you that was about mentioned to it. Like, hey, if you go down the street, this would be the perfect place to sit. And there are ducks. Right. Like, I think he would have thrown that in there and he didn't. It was just a very odd happening. Yeah. Okay. Well, friends, apparently we misspoke because I'm trying to find the entry in our Thousand Places book that I was 100% sure existed about the Peabody Hotel Duck March, and now I can't find it. So, and I'm also checking my supplemental Thousand Places to See Before You Die in the United States and Canada, which my husband purchased for me after our first road trip. Mm -hmm. And it's not in that one either. So I don't know where I read it, but it is in there somewhere, I swear. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so 
we found this street, um, I think it was Beale Street, that mm-hmm. had exactly what we were looking for. We got there and it was kind of deserted, but like you could already hear like the music playing and like music coming out of every single like shop every and doorway. restaurant yep. and doorway. And there were all these good smells. Like every, we walked up and down the street and we were like, oh my God, I can't even decide where we want to go. Yeah. It's the kind of place Everything where it, smelled so good. Yeah. Even if you're not hungry, you get hungry because everything smells so good. Yeah. I think we just wandered up and down and we like kind of poked our head in a bunch of different places mm-hmm. and we ended up at the Rum Boogie Cafe. Mm-hmm. I think because the music that was coming out of there was like, we were like, we're digging this. We're yeah, I think it was here. really good music. And I also think it was like a lot of the places we went to were like re- like hopping with people. And that one was a little bit quieter. So we we're like, oh, good, we'll get a table because we were really hungry. Um, but for whatever reason, we decided on the Rum Boogie Cafe, which was a great decision. It was so good. And it's this like really quirky, like fun place. You know, everywhere down there has the, like, music decor and, like, musical instruments everywhere. But this one had, like, dozens of guitars hanging from the ceiling yeah. and, like, you know, All these, like, great photos of, of musical artists and yeah. it was so cool. So we were just sitting there and, like, taking it all in and they had this band playing that was really great. I mm-hmm. don't remember their name and I feel bad. We should have tagged either. them. We didn't write it down. But they were great. Um, so we looked at the menu and we were like, we're going to be adventurous. Like, we want to hang here for a while. We're going to get some, like, interesting things off the menu. And a thing that Katie and I do, which I think we've mentioned before, is we each get something different and then we split both because it's the best way to try two things on the menu. Right. But we got alligator gumbo and I think a catfish sandwich. Yeah. And we'd ha- we hadn't had either of those things before and it was good. They were both so good. Because usually, you know, if you're trying new things, you're like, probably one of the new things I try on this trip won't be good. And I'll be like, oh, I'm yeah. so disappointed that I ordered this. Both of them were excellent. Yeah, they were really, really good. And we were really impressed by that and grateful because we were like, we're starving and I hope this doesn't suck. Yeah, exactly. We, and so we just sat there for like a couple hours and just like listened to the band and yeah, like, we just you like know, people were coming out. in and out and just like had some beer and it was just a great evening. Mm-hmm. That was like everything we were looking for was like good food, good yeah. music, you know, just a really good experience. And I wish we had had more time to explore more of the city because I feel like it would have been more of that. And I really loved it. Yeah. But I think we had a really good experience. I only have fond memories of Memphis because I like really do just picture us walking up and down that like all the music pouring out and like the food we had and it was it was just so much fun. Yeah. It's up there with my favorite cities, even just based on that very limited experience. Yeah. I would go back a... in a heartbeat. If someone wanted to like take a trip to Memphis, I'd be all in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard there's there's some sections of Memphis that are maybe not the safest. Yeah. Um, so if you're going like, you know, be mindful of that and take precautions, but yeah. You know, we never felt unsafe. So we hung out there until pretty late, I think. And then again, ran into the problem where we tried to book a hotel and everything was either booked or out of our budget. Yeah. Um, so we did that thing again where we were like, okay, well, on to the next stop. And we drove for, I don't know, an hour or two and then booked a hotel outside of the city where the rates go down, mm-hmm. um, which is a great tip, by the way. If yes. you ever drive outside trying city to save limits. money, yeah, go outside the city limits and book, you know, towards your next destination. Instead of staying in the city, you'll pay double, triple, quadruple what you'd pay outside the city. Yeah. So that was our experience for Nashville and Memphis. Um, We loved both for very different reasons, but I feel like they're both really like young, very fun, very eclectic, very, you know. Very hip. Hip cities. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So would recommend both Nashville. I think maybe that, that would be our mistakes were made. Yeah. For this just section timing. of the trip is timing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we really didn't give Nashville a fair shot. I feel like we missed out on the nightlife. Yeah. But I mean, we also would have missed out on Memphis nightlife if we had done Nashville nightlife. So that's true. You yeah. know. So sometimes you got to pick and choose. Like you can't have everything all on one trip. You got to prioritize and kind of take what comes. Yeah. Or, you know, schedule an entire Tennessee road trip and do both. There you go. Uh, that's Memphis and Nashville.
Yeah. In a nutshell. We had a lot of fun in both. But I, I definitely would like to go back to both. So please send us recommendations. I think we really only scratched the surface and obviously we didn't have a lot of time in either city. So yeah. we didn't get to explore a lot of like the local places that we would normally check out. So please send us recommendations, local restaurants, local music venues. Yeah. Attractions, anything. Yeah. So yeah. Hit us up. Instagram at Getaway Car Pod um, or email getawaycarpod at gmail.com. Yep. And uh, until next time, enjoy your ride in the getaway car. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.